Do you have a cow handy? Daniel, I do. Yeah? Great. Great. Do a noise with it, Brian. Oh, a moo noise. Very unorthodox. Oh, yeah? Mm, welcome, listeners. Welcome, listeners. This is uh, the podcast that we do called Milk yeah. Minute, where we are on a quest milk to question. comprehensively quest review all the different flavors of milk. Comprehensively review all the different flavors of milk with me, Daniel Kay, and here's my friend Brian. We Hi, review milk. I'm Brian, and hey. I'm here with my friend Daniel Kay, and we review milk. It's me, Brian's friend, Daniel Kay. Brian just woke up. Daniel's I'm about to go to bed. To go to bed. <laughs> That's right. It's the Milk and It podcast. Oh, we're living the, the dream. The <laughs> Drinking milk at weird yeah. times of the day. Yeah. Start, like, um, start your day with know. milk and end your day with milk. That's what we do. Yeah, we we do it all. We do it both. All right. This is we're another one of those episodes that. where I have to remember how the podcast goes. Exactly. Yeah. I've recently remembered that I have to know how much my milk cost. Ha. You can just look it up sometimes. Go colesonline.com. Yeah. Get a number which you remember being wrong, but you write it down anyway because it's subjectively the truth of what it costs. Because if you bought it right then, that's what it would cost. Coles. Do you guys Coles. have Coles? Uh, Boy, do you remember that episode uh, that happened a couple Coles? months ago? Where I didn't know what Kroger was, and now Kroger is in the news for just f- shutting down shops instead of paying people. Yeah. Speaking of Kroger, that's yeah. the brand that makes my milk. Good. Glad that the news could educate me. Wow, there's no price on here. It just says prices mm. may vary. They, had to, they paid the cow instead of the workers. Well, Daniel, all right. Instacart says three seventy nine. Okay, sure, I'll go with that. About four dollars. Wow, it's expensive for an American milk. They're usually like ninety cents, and they're chocolate, and they're amazing. Daniel, this is a full. This is basically a liter, nine hundred forty six mils. Oh, ho 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 ho! <laughs> I'm yeah, going to drink all of that it. That makes sense now. Mm, good. Uh, all right, Daniel. Well, I think I think I know what this podcast is about. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but good. we are on a quest to comprehensively review all the different flavors of milk. Is that right? Yeah, we are. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. We're on a quest to comprehensively review all the different flavors of um, when I I had to recently look up the prices of some of my milks, uh, and I saw I googled the name of what I'm in my one of my milks, and my internet browser was just full of all these YouTube videos of people reviewing flavored milks, and I'm like, ugh, ugh, what are they doing? What 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 freakish weirdos? Wow, who would do such a thing? Yeah. The, yeah. yeah, just thought it was the, the funny distinction that I make between me and a YouTuber. Who would do doing such a literally thing? the same thing? Well, we don't make people watch us drink it. 
Yeah, that'd be weird. I mean, we do have a YouTube channel. That's true. That but is, we, that, but we don't show our faces there while we drink milk. Yeah, nor do we drink milk on it. The milk in it, uh, the milk in it, milk review proprietary YouTube channel is not a milk review channel, which I think is we've dodged a little, a little gross bullet there. We should play some more video games sometime. Yeah, we should, Daniel. I've got lots sitting here, yeah. just waiting for you to play with me. Yeah, me too. I got some. I got some stuff I want to play with you too. Or I, I want to make you watch me play. Anyway, sound good? Right. Perfect. Well, Daniel, Sweet. I think. Yeah, Daniel, uh, you were going to say something about a, an episode a month ago or something like that. Oh, was I? Oh no! Don't spring this pop quiz on me, Brian. You just said something like a few minutes ago that you were like. Oh no! That was the that was the thing where uh, I was listening to our uh, podcast, the Milk and It podcast, like I always do every single, every time it comes out. The minute it comes out on my feed, I listen because I love it so much. Uh, and I was hearing me go like, Kroger. What the hell is Kroger? Oh, uh, and that was the right, same right, day right, that right, the. Right. the that I'd seen Kroger in the news being right old pack of shits. Oh, there so you it's, go. It's funny when that happens, isn't it? I think back to all the times I mentioned, uh, you know, stuff, and then I learn more about stuff, and then I hear myself mention and learn about the stuff for the first time. Wow, people grow? How strange. It is Not weird. stagnation the whole time? Pretty weird. Pretty weird. Mm, awkward. Yes. I agree. Very awkward. Any other adjectives you'd like to attribute to that process, Daniel? None right now. I'll let you know when I think of any. Okay. So for now, we'll we'll move on to Perfect. step two of the podcast. Which Chapter is two. spin the rotolactor. It's actually step three, Daniel. Step one is start Itinerary. recording. I did that. Hang on. Yeah, I did that. Great. <laughs> How about uh, you? Yes, I did that. You're recording? Yep, Daniel. I'm very much recording. That's and uh, yeah, that means oh, we're ready to spin. Wait, that's my job. Daniel. Spin the rotolactor, okay. Daniel. Well, let me see if I can remember how it goes. Spin the rotolactor, Daniel. All right, I'm going to give that it a voice, spin. Daniel? Wait, what? Never mind. Did you say you want me to do that voice? No, I said. I'll do, do whatever you, voices you want me to. What do you think about that voice? Oh, I like it. It's good. It's like you're a real bad guy, but you know how to have a good time too. Right. You're really into like I'm spinning the rotolactor. Spin like <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. I'm all about a good time, Daniel. You've really yeah. figured me out. I have, yeah. All these these forty episodes of podcasting. All right, here it goes. Huh! It's done. Wow, that was a weird one. I don't know if that was the same rotolactor we used to use. Well. Had a different Rotolactors, uh, Rotolactors, 
Have, have you been messing ex- with the, exhibit the road elector? Odd properties, Daniel. Well, I was away. I haven't, I haven't been messing with it. No. Oh, I think it just that, sounded a bit off. I think that rotolactors sometimes just like swap with other rotolactors from alternate dimensions and stuff like that. You reckon? They're just not like firmly anchored into any particular reality. Oh. So. Yeah, that could be it. Here's me thinking it might have been may the humidity. Or may not be the same one. No. But it's like interdimensional humidity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Interdimensional humidity. Oh, I mentioned that. Alien sweat. <laughs> it's aliens if it's from another dimension, isn't it? Aliens in mean, this dimension. On a technicality. Mm-hmm. I guess. Maybe. Have you have we talked about having sex with your own clone before? Uh I feel like we have, but I don't remember what we said. Ah, uh, sure. Good. Well, if I don't remember what you said and you don't remember what I said, we'll just maybe we'll just keep it that way. Yeah. And let's not talk about it again. <laughs> uh, did we get any uh, milks on the lactor? On the old lactor? We did, Daniel. Oh my gosh. Oh, this is kind of exciting. Oh boy. Yeah, Daniel, it is kind of exciting. So. For me, I have rolled a private selection sea salt caramel. Oh boy, private selection. Yeah, so private selection is a Kroger, um, Uh, like private brand, one of the Kroger brands. It's a Coles brand one. Gotcha. Yes. Boy, I can't stand them. I go into a Coles or a Woolworths, and whenever I see a home brand, Coles brand, Woolworths brand product, I turn my nose right up at it. I'm a real prick. Why are you such a snob, Just Daniel? Just a straight up asshole. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm such a snob, well, aren't I? Well, that's fine, I guess. Daniel, that's my milk. Shaking in the background. Um, you, Sounds Daniel, good. you have rolled a sippa. Oh shit! Oh shit! Okay. Salt and sippa. S- a sippa. Sip-a. I've rolled a sippa. Sippa. One word, listeners. Sippa. It's like sippa. But with a t- two H's on the end. So it's like, sip. Ah. Take a sip and then... Ah. Ah. Great. Uh, sip. Ah. Milk flavoring straws multi-pack. That means, Brian, at some yeah. stage in the near future, I'm going to need to leave this room and find some milk and a cup. But we can cross that uh, bridge, that door threshold when we come to it. Okay. Uh, mess and fuss free. The perfect afternoon chill out. Yum. Uh, light, lightly flavoured pearls of tapioca infuse the milk with lovely bursts of flavour. Suitable for dairy-free diets. Simply use your favourite milk alternative. Proudly invented by an Aussie. 
less than half a teaspoon of sugar per straw, portion controlled, no preservatives, artificial colours or flavours, an abundant range of delicious flavours. An abundant range. All right. An abundant range. I got five of them right here. That's Um, great, Daniel. Do do we pick one now? Yeah, let's pick one now. Okay, I found the list of flavors. Who you reckon I should double barrel it? Uh, (laughs) Maybe not. Yeah, Maybe that might not. be a bit advanced. Uh, so, the flavours. Uh, cocoa bean chocolate. They've really, really inflated the, the flavour category chocolate by calling it cocoa bean chocolate. A chocolate delight is the descriptor. Luscious strawberry, the f- flavour of ripe strawberries. Mellow yellow banana smoothie. A tropical taste of bananas and sunshine. Okie dokie cookies and cream. The taste of home-baked goodness. And chill out chalk mint. A refreshing taste of mint and chocolate. Hmm. So, to, to recap. Chocolate, strawberry, banana smoothie, cookies and cream, or chalk mint. That's a tough question. Yeah. I think I'm leaning towards strawberry or banana. I feel like chalk uh, mint is probably going to be good. Banana smoothie might be good. Maybe limiting myself to one straw is a dumb old idea. But then I don't know if I have the review powers to review five separate flavors as a contiguous product. Could you review? Yeah. Can you can they all can you review all of them in one? How does that work? Maybe that's what actually needs to happen. Yeah. Are you kidding? Of course I can. You're gonna do all five, Daniel? Did you, yeah, did you step into this podcast episode expecting me to say no, I can't review five flavors at once, all delivered into my mouth by five separate straws? Of course I can. Uh, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. Perfect. I love it. I'm Frankly, only a total psychopath wouldn't put all five straws in their mouth and suck all the straws, all the milk through them. But that can happen at the end of the review, maybe. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, um, Brian, before anything else, maybe you just want to vamp for a bit. I'm going to go get a, a cup and a milk. All right. Well, why, no, don't, why don't we just everyone. do a shut up, Daniel, and uh, you can right. shut real up. Sh- shut me up. Shut you all the way up and out. Yeah. <laughs> shut me right out the door. All right. Go on. Okay. From the Tang period on, the Chinese, like the Westerners, continually debated the relative merits of cow, goat, sheep, mare, and buffalo milk. In 1368, at the age of 100, Chia Ming was summoned before the new emperor. Asked what his secret of longevity was, he said it was eating and drinking carefully. He gave to the emperor a copy of his book, Yin Shi Su Qi, Essential Knowledge for Eating and Drinking. This is what he wrote about milk. Its flavor is sweet 
and acid. Its character is cold. Persons suffering from diarrhea must not consume it. Sheep milk, taking along with preserved fish, will cause intestinal blockage. It does not go with vinegar. It should never be consumed along with perch. This suggests that the Chinese struggled with milk upsetting their digestive system. And as Professor Chang has pointed out, none of the occasional uses of dairy in China ever caught on or became a feature of the cuisine. Was this because milk did not agree with people? Were they lactose intolerant? Or was it simply because the privileged class kept dairy food to themselves? Hello, stay, Brian. How's stay it going? tuned to find the answer to that question next time on the milk uh, question. That question that everybody just heard. Yeah. Wow. How the, was the thing the, that you read? Was it good? That was fine. Oh, I missed it. I guess that's uh, it's going to be a special little treat for me when I listen to the episode. Yeah. It will be. Test, test, mic placement. All right. My little zigzags look good on Audacity. There you go. I love Prox- a good zigzag. the same mic placement. Yeah, I love a good zigzag. What's your favorite zigzag, Brian? A, a left and a right zigzag. Uh, it's a good one, a classic. I'm a big fan of uh, the uh, main antagonist from The Cobbler and the Thief, the Richard Williams animated series, animated movie that was famously uh, quite a long time in, in production and then taken over by Disney. Wow. That's great, Daniel. Why don't we take a sip mm. and then fire up our chat uh, timer? Let's do it. I'm going to go with banana for the 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 bulk of the review, I think. Let me okay. just crack open this little packet. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, yes. D- Daniel, guess what? What? Your milk sucks and mine's amazing? Because my milk is in this giant liter bottle, I brought a glass to drink out of. Oh, that makes sense. I chose a wine glass. Oh. Wow, wine glasses. Don't you just drink your wine straight out of the bottle? Sometimes you need to share, though. And so you give someone some in a little bit in a wine glass and keep the bottle for yourself, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense. If you, have, if you have guests over, drinking in company, you'd need a wine glass, yeah. All right. I'm going to drink this milk. Please do, Daniel. That's literally the whole point of why we're here.
I see. Oh, man. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Do you have a chat timer over what there, Daniel? What numbers? I do. It's right, right here. Just set it to the to five old minutes here. Cha -cha -cha -cha. There we go. <clears throat> Hello, Brian. How's it going? Hey, have you ever committed vandalism? Uh, ever vandalized anything? I don't know. I don't think so. Nothing. No. Nothing springs to mind. Not really, no. Uh, no worries then. What's your topic of conversation? Uh, well, now I want to know if you've ever done it, Daniel. <laughs> no, never. Don't worry about it. No? No. Are you sure, Daniel? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Maybe a may, maybe a political sign every now and again, but that's okay. Yeah. Is that vandalism, Daniel, or is that? Uh, it depends what you do to it. Is that a, a is that a freedom fighting? Mm, it's a fundamental freedom. Yeah, it's more yeah, an ex exercising property your damage free as an expression of of free speech. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Daniel, oh, my topic of conversation is just like, how are you? You know. Oh, okay. I'm all right. Boy, I'm busier than I think I've ever been. Yeah. It kind of sucks. All my f spare time has evaporated. Yeah. 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 That I, happens. Yeah. For several reasons. I've just been enlisted in an forever, art competition. Though. Whoa. No, it's going to last six months. To judge it or to win it? N to win it. I'm up against five other artists. But you were enlisted? You might be thinking, so you've been like, yeah. someone came to you and they're like, Daniel, we need to win this art competition. And we think well, you're what it was, the man to do it. Is I got contacted by the organization who run the competition. You got some shadowy like, backers uh, out here. Yeah. What it is, is is a bunch of like fancy schmancy art investors who are like, ah, we are going to form some kind of like shadowy circle where we're going to invest money in up and coming artists. We're going to do it through an event where they have six months to produce a artwork or series of artworks, which gets shown in a gallery and the winner gets 12,000 bucks and then along the way, maybe the stuff that they produce will get sold to our, our members, members of the Art Collector Club. And I said, Dan, do you want to be a part of it? And I said, no, no, I can't. Uh, and then I told my uh, old contemporary art uh, lecturer at uni that I turned them down. And he was like, you fucking what? You did what? <laughs> uh, so I emailed the the prize back and said, actually, I take it back. I can do it. I can probably do it. And so now it turns out I can probably do it. All right. <laughs> when did that start, Daniel? A week ago. So I've got like five months and three weeks. Have you started? Good art. Uh, yeah, I've started. Wow. The pro you know what the problem is? 
Uh, you're um, bad at art. I uh, yeah no that's not even the problem. You're that's kind just of like that's like the second that's like the second worst problem. <laughs> okay. uh, the other five artists, they're not even like local WA artists. They're from around what? the goddamn country, and what? so as part of this competition is investors come and see their studios and see their work in progress. Brian, I don't have a studio. <laughs> I think I'm the only artist in this competition who doesn't have a studio. Um, so we'll show see how that goes. Room we'll see how the, the investors like my back room. Yeah, show them your room with the big it's, piles of stuff and the milk, empty milk, milk cartons everywhere. <laughs> Literally, the uh, the computer I'm talking to you on is the same one I make my big fancy pictures on. Yeah. So I could come in here, like I am now, in my underpants with a dressing gown, which it turns out it was too hot for, and a baby monitor, which is going off. No, false alarm is all right. And goddamn Brian from the Milk Podcast on the other line saying, <laughs> <laughs> "Dan, Dan, where are you? Why are you? Why are you talking to someone else? Some f- fancy schmantz investor with a mansion in City Beach or whatever." Wow. Oh my god, Brian! What a nightmare! Literally, the night that I RSVP'd to the opening event, I had a nightmare that I got there and just the artists were given shirts with balloons on the back and and had to pop the balloons with scissors but they all just stabbed me with the scissors wow and, and i was at the event listening to the other artists have their cvs read and then the announcer got to me and was like oh this artist doesn't have a cv attached to their statement i'm like no <laughs> no totally unexhibited and i was thinking boy those scissor wounds they would just heal up after a week or so, and I'd be fine after that. I've got to go through six months of this fucked shit. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, so, yeah. That's quite something. It's but that's exciting, something. Daniel. Yeah, I'm excited. No, I'm not. Fuck it. Daniel, I think you're going to no, win that I'm competition. Not. Listen, even if I don't win the $12,500 grand prize... They still give me a thousand bucks to do the art with. Nice. And that's most of that money is going to go to my sister, whose husband is going to turn this computer from a two gigabyte Windows Vista PC, which Photoshop crashes on every couple hours, to maybe a four gigabyte Windows 7 PC, which Photoshop crashes maybe once a week. That's wonderful, Daniel. I can make the big pictures. Uh, well, I'm slightly exaggerating forward, how shit my computer is. I look forward to seeing your oh, prize-winning artwork, Daniel. Mm, guaranteed to be exhibited no matter how shit. I mean, you could just submit some of your podcast thumbnails and... <laughs> bang, bang, boom. Easy peasy win. Yeah, yeah, just blow them up real big. Easy clap, as we say on the internet. Uh, Boy, well, that, Daniel, that chat timer sure did ring, and now we're back in the regular episode podcast yeah. body, the body of the thing. Well, that actually is that is really cool, though, Daniel. And I, Thanks. I do, I, hope it's I do, cool. be, I do believe in you, Daniel. Great. I have faith that you will make something wonderful. Faith in me, my God. And, What's and the even if you don't, you? even if you don't win the real. Twelve thousand dollars will be the friends that you made along the way. 
No, Brian, the real $12,000 <laughs> will have been the $1,000 they gave me anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's the friends you made along the way. You made friends. Uh, my friends that with Edith Cowan. Was the, was the friends. Whoever else is on our money. All right, Daniel. <sighs> well, All right, Brian. I guess we I should. I had an election last night. I could have talked you, about that. You had an erection last night? Yeah. No, Brian. A political <laughs> erection. I mean, election. My state did an election. You had a political erection? Daniel, your state, <laughs> Western Australia? To go to a polling station. Wow. And show them your election? Erection. Your erection? Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Because a poll is and like a penis. <laughs> when it's engorged with blood. You know? Maybe it was a... Was it an erection election where everyone had to show up, show their erections, and the candidate that generated the most erections wins? Yeah, that makes sense. But you don't get to look at the candidate, you just read like a paragraph about their policies. So it's not at yeah, all. Yeah, and they wrote it themselves. So like, yeah. oh, fucking like, it's like 10 inches. <laughs> uh, and it's like, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, you get the idea. We anyway, do get the so idea, yeah, Daniel. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. WA election, exactly right. What happens next in the podcast, though? Next, Daniel, we have I'll to have score to... our fucking milks. Oh no! I what are the to, things that I we score to them drink on? While we were I'm chatting. legitimately answering, uh, asking. What, Lino, what's I'd the highly recommend you open up on? the milk in it scorecard on your computer as well. Daniel, um, yeah. The things we score them on are milkiness, tastiness, oh, creativity, wow. Look at this value, gestalt, me. and zeitgeist. That's an erection. Oh, cool. I don't have the scorecard anywhere near me. Yeah, I just sent pic- Daniel a dick pic. Tastiness, tastiness. Uh, what was the other one? Price. Was that number three? Are you there, Brian? Tastiness. What was the other? Ne- creativity. Oh, Tastiness, I... creativity. I wasn't listening when he told me the things, listeners. You might, might have been able to tell. Tastiness, creativity, price. Milkiness, tastiness, creativity, value. Oh, shit. I have to write it Gestalt. Again. Zeitgeist. Milkiness. Taste. Val creativity value. Did I get them mixed up? Was Just it value stop. then creativity? No, it was creativity first, and then value. Okay, cool. Gestalt, gestalt, zeit, geist, and then total. Got it. Got it. Done. Got, got it. it. Bloody Fucking got it. Eh. Eh, bloody got it. <laughs> All right, cool. Wow, I don't know what to write for any of this. This straw that I just sipped the milk through, what the hell just happened to me? I don't know, um, Daniel. That's what you're going to have to summarize for us. You're right. Brian, please, can you turn off the recording while I think of numbers? 
Yes, sir. I can All turn right. off the recording while I think of numbers, Daniel. Here's a few seconds of a song. It's probably some golden age hip hop or some I don't know. Something else that that Brian plays often. Disney music in German. What else does Brian like? No, those are the only two things. Golden Age hip-hop and Disney music in German. Ah, oh, I forgot about... forgot about ladies singing. Well, Daniel, my big question for you is, do you have scores? I got scores. Have you got scores? Daniel, I have scores. Awesome. Are we out of the scoring moment? Out we, of the, uh, the, the Elysian in time? We are. We're Excellent. back. We're back, listeners. Hello, everyone. And we are I ready to reveal. I wrote some numbers. Ready to reveal our scores. We're ready to reveal our scores. Me and Brian. Who's, we both got different scores for our different milks. Who wants to reveal first, Daniel? That's the big question, should, isn't it? Let's do paper, scissors, rock. We'll do, are you ready? Three, two, one. And then we'll tell each other what we did. So, three, paper, scissors, rock. All right. I've done scissors. Oh, I didn't. I thought we were going to say it out loud. Oh, okay. No, no, no. We'll just do it and then we'll tell each other what we did. Okay. So, ready? Paper, scissors, rock. I've done paper. I've done. I did paper too. God damn it. Ready? Paper, scissors, rock. I did scissors. I did rock. I win. All right. I go first. All right. That was good. That should just be the podcast. (laughs) The whole whole podcast. And (laughs) we're done, folks. Good job. Uh, No, we've padded out a bit. We do brackets. We'll see you next time on Milking It, the Uh, Paper, Scissors, Rock question. Yeah, that's right. So, sip ah straws. Ladies and gentlemen, in case I didn't properly explain these sip ah milk flavoring straws at the beginning of this episode, what these are, are they're plastic straws, maybe slightly thicker gauge than average, but not that much thicker than your average straw. And they have these little plastic filters at the top and the bottom of the straw. And they're filled on the inside with tapioca beads. Whatever tapioca is, I don't fully understand. But beads of tapioca. Uh, and as you, what the idea is you drink milk through the straw. And the milk passes through the filter. And then through the beads, which flavor the milk. And then uh, the beads are caught in the topmost filter. So they don't all suck out into your mouth and... You know, aspirate tapioca into your into your uh, bronchioli. Don't get tapioca bronchioli, uh, and then you, all you get is the filtered. Those beads are, you know, you get the milk in your mouth, and it's flavored by the beads. So that's what I've been reviewing, right? Now, this presents some unique challenges. In uh, your average flavored milk, I have the milk. I open the carton. I drink. I think about the flavor of the milk. I really assess it. I try my absolute hardest to genuinely assess the milk uh, within the parameters that we've set ourselves. And the way I do that is I drink and I think and then I drink again. It's a real drink, think, drink, think scenario. You might you might be agreeing with this, Brian. Maybe this is what you do. The old drink, think, drink, think. 
maybe write, drink, think, and then think, and then write, and then drink, think, write. Well, the problem that I'm having is that these straws present me with very uh, liquid circumstances. Suddenly I'm living in a world of dynamism where the status quo is changing every single second. The tapioca beads, they're becoming smaller. They're taking up less mass. They're changing within the straw. The flow mm. of milk is changing. Mm -hmm. The intensity of the flavor changes with how quickly I drink the milk through them. And then I have a break. I write down the numbers. I pick up the straw again. I put it back in the milk. Suddenly the tapioca beads are fused together. And what I have is a plug. I have a plug of tapioca within a plastic tube, which as I suck hard on it, shifts an inch, but then doesn't let any milk through. And I have to like squish and shake and squidge it. And then what I get is the most intense flavored milk for a fraction of a second and then plain old milk after that. It's very difficult to nail down. But... Um, mean like a functionality score section for this kind of thing. Yeah, Does every single work? other milk. Every other milk works. Of, yeah, <laughs> with the exception of maybe the ones that we made ourselves. Every other milk has scored pretty much 100 on functionality. But this, I'm not too sure. Maybe it's a 40 on functionality. <laughs> Because if you drink it the way it tells you to, or it doesn't even tell you, the way the way that you would have to learn to drink milk through this straw. But even then, the speed at which I would have to drink this milk in order to get the flavor at a concentration which is detectable is pretty slow. It's uncomfortably slow, Brian. Um, yeah. Uh, but there are some generalizations I can make about the experience. So let me make them right now. In spite of all this dynamism and variability, uh, this reflexivity that I have to engage on when assessing this milk, um, there are some generalizations. Let me make them. One, the flavor's bad. Oh, bad flavor. Of all, yeah. all five flavors are bad? I've tasted two. The first one I went with was banana. The, first, was the first second of flavor was good. And then it was just milk. And I'm like, hang on, what happened? And I think what happened is I got the banana-flavored dust. And then it was gone in a, in, in a second. <laughs> and then it was just milk. And I had to suddenly slow yeah. down. And I'm like, wait, I thought I just got going. Now I'm slowing down? And I slowed right down to a trickle. And I got close to the, the initial flavor. But then... I put a pause on the whole drinking mechanism. You know, the liquid stopped going down my mouth. And I started to detect something. Brian... It's our old friend. It's the our old friend that weird stevia taste. Oh no! Now I have looked it up. Uh, the ingredients list an artificial sweetener called sucralose, uh, sure. and that's the main ingredient in Splenda sugar substitute. And I think that flavor of uh, of you know a stevia style artificial sweetener is in evidence in at least two of these flavors and I extrapolate that it's in evidence in all of them because they all have the same like low sugar selling point according to the box um, and I'm not happy with it it's it's a it's an overpowering aftertaste of of artificial sweetener 
which I don't like. Um, it does not the sound milkiness good. you would think you'd think the milkiness would be like a sure thing, but what happens with tapioca? I don't really know what what's tapioca, Brian. Brian, do you know what tapioca is? What is tapioca? I have no idea, Daniel. What's tapioca? Uh, it's like a thing. It's like a root. Interesting. Maybe that's something else. It's like a... A starch. It's a starch extracted from the storage roots of the cassava plant. There you go. I was right. There you go. It's a root. Okay. It's it's But it's like a a thing extracted from a root. Daniel, it's a root. Extracted from a root. You got to make some sort of joke now, Daniel. Ah, because root means to have sex uh, colloquially in Australia. Is that right? I didn't Mm -hmm. even think of that. For some weird reason, when we were discussing tapioca, I wasn't thinking about having sex. (laughs) Look at all these tapioca roots. Oh, that's a bloody root, Daniel. Yeah, exactly, that kind of thing. Ah, tapioca chips. They look Look at them. Okay, Daniel. So, what was I saying, Brian? What was I saying? I swear I was saying... I was saying something, wasn't I? Oh, yeah. Well, when the milk goes through them, they make the milk less milky. They kind of make it slightly chalky. Maybe you might even say starchy. I've managed to put my finger right on it, Brian. (laughs) They make the milk starchy. Because it's a fucking starch extracted from a, a root, a cassava root. Wow. And the tapioca beads make the okay, milk Daniel. starchy. That's not milky. Right? Yeah. No. Milky so you, and starchy are not the same. They're not. They're different things. The flavor's bad. We the know milk's that. not milky. I kind of want to just get into the numbers, right? Yeah, uh, the, numbers, the one Daniel. shining, the one shining light, apart from the creativity, which I have marked quite high, the one shining light is that this is a fun product. This, uh, this box of five straws comes in a cardboard milk-shaped carton. The graphic design is above average. I tear it open. It's fun to tear open. Inside, I'm shocked to find individually plastic-wrapped little uh, opaque white opaque containers, each differently coloured to marcate the different flavours. I tear them open and the objects themselves are fun. The zeitgeist is high. It's a fun product. Um, I had to mark it down because of the the sheer amount of plastic which goes into this product, these single-use plastic flavour straws, each individually wrapped in their own plastic wrappers, hiding inside this nice-looking cardboard container. Um... That's but great, Daniel. The, these still we, are fun we on milk to play it, with. We take a stand for the environment. We do. We want to make a positive difference to the world. You know, the world yeah. hurtling towards a mass, mass extinction. We, the Milk and It podcast, will do our best to make a, a tiny, absolutely minuscule positive change. By saying words and basically nothing else. By giving low scores to low items scores we have purchased. Through our scores, we make positive <laughs> change. 
when we <laughs> on this one <laughs> yeah on this this one specific category a low score great i feel good about it now yeah um so my numbers yes uh the milkiness is 22 it's not milky it's starchy the tastiness is 13 i don't like it the uh the banana is strongly artificial banana candy flavor but the flavor is also weak unless you drink super slow and then the aftertaste is terrible. The chocolate, the other one that I tasted, the cocoa bean chocolate, as it's described on the side of the pack, I drunk, right, through the straw, right? Mm-hmm. And you know that banana rush I got from the banana, which put mm-hmm. me in like a, you know, maybe a, a, brief a an expectation high. of good things to come. Yeah, brief banana high. Ah, oh, I really hated my time at banana high. <laughs> All the other kids would make fun of me. Um, anyway, uh, the chocolate was just milk. I was like, oh, there's something wrong here. It's just milk. And then I slowed right down to a trickle in my mouth, enough to sustain maybe a mouse, not a man, not a growing human being. Uh, and then I started to get a pretty chalky, bad chocolate flavor. But so the two flavors that I have thus tried, thus far tried, no good. Tastiness is as low as 13. The creativity... You can't argue that this isn't a very creative product. Uh, sure, I won't. I'm, I'm looking at a number which is actually too low. I'm going to bring this up into the 90s with a 92 in the creativity. This might be one of the most creative milk products that I expect to review on this podcast. Is the whole name this- just Sipa? Sipa, one word. With two H's. And that's it. Yeah, Sipa. Uh, let me look. Sipa. Best in the afternoon. Oh, o- interesting. Oops. Well, that explains it all, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it's the afternoon, Brian. It's 11.33 p.m. on a Sunday night. <laughs> it's certainly after the noon time. That is true. Who owns Sipa? Daniel, did you give me a creativity number? Oh, uh, yeah, 92. 92. Brian, listen to this. Yeah, sure. this is uh, this is beads of flavor encased within a filtered plastic straw, <laughs> which I drink milk through. Um, I can't, I can't not reward that. That's a creative idea. Yeah, of course. Of course, Daniel. That's how science works. Where's the instructions? Listen to, okay. Directions for use. Place straw in 250 mils of whole fresh dairy milk or milk alternative. Sip to enjoy. Use chilled milk straight from the fridge or heat before adding your sip-ass straw to enjoy a warming winter drink. Make sure you use warm, not boiling milk. Tastes best when sipped within five minutes. Now, they're assuming uh, you don't have a little break in the middle of that five minutes like I did. And then their tapioca turns into a plug. Uh, just a, a turd in a straw. Well, I'm just assuming that's why they're unpleasant. That's why they're telling you to, uh, yeah, to drink it within that, five, that five minutes because they know that their product can't last any longer. But I think that five minutes has to has to involve continuous agitation of the beads through sipping. Mm-hmm. It can't be a 
can't be a couple minutes writing down time in the middle of that. But so I read all that just so I could flip to the front of this carton and read the 4.5 star health star rating which this product lavishes upon itself. Well, then there's a little caveat. When served with reduced fat milk, which is contrary to the instructions on the other side. They wow. call for whole milk. It's a rot. And they got one of their dot points wrong. The dot was above the, the you know, the... The, the bit of text that it should have been. Mm-hmm. Anyway. anyway. The value. This was 2 bucks 50 for, for uh, five bad flavors. They could have charged more for this, I reckon, and fooled some parents into buying these for their idiot children. So I, I'm giving this a 63. 2 bucks 50 is not that much money for such a, uh, a gimmicky product. You know? Yeah. I think... At two bucks fifty, they're expecting repeat custom. The Gestalt. Um, I've written twenty. I wonder if it should even be lower. But no, I'll leave it at twenty because I think that the flavour could come up to a twenty depending on some of these straws. And the Gestalt could go as low as 13, depending on how you drink it. So that's the both the tastiness and the Gestalt are within the 13 to 20 range. And so I'll leave tastiness at 13 and Gestalt at 20. Those two numbers could swap around depending on, you know, how you treat it. Mm-hmm. The Zeitgeist is high, 72. It's a fun thing to play with. Nice. My original number breached the 80s. Oh, I think I may have written 78 to begin with, but I was like, oh, it's a lot of plastic. And I bumped it down to 72. And now, Brian, the moment we've all been waiting for, I've got a cup of milk. I've got three flavors left. Okie dokie cookies and cream, chilled out choc mint, and luscious strawberry. And you're going to drink them all at once. I'm going to triple barrel it right into the old gob. Get that, you know... Uh-huh, uh-huh, Maybe uh-huh. this will be an adequately consistent flavor. All right, so I've arranged the straw so that they're like, um, uh, you know, the Duke Nukem game where he had that machine gun where the barrels no. were all like three next to each other. Was it Duke? I can Nukem picture 3D? something like that, Daniel. But yeah. Yeah, imagine like a yeah. It, it's just like three three straws, not arranged in a triforce configuration, but just next to each other. Yeah. So that's how, because that kind of matches more the shape of my mouth. My mouth is more of like a, like you know, a flat slit in my face. So I think yeah. three straws lined up next to each other is going to be a good match for that orifice. There it goes. Yeah. Choc mint cookies, dookies, and chilled out something strawberry. Here Cookie, goes. Cookies, dookies. <laughs> Success. Ah. <clears throat> the choc mint overpowers all else with a strong spearmint toothpaste flavor. Mm, but uh, Delicious. I think the strawberries and cookies and cream go together to color the, the, the mint flavor, which is the dominant flavor, and make it kind of herbal in a weird way. I know mint is a herb, 
but it brings it more towards a rosemary flavor. Um, I still get the stevia aftertaste, even though I know that this is sucralose and not stevia. Uh, but none of these flavors that I'm experiencing all simultaneously entice me back for any more. I would happily stop right now. Let me just see if there's any individual standouts. The cookies and cream doesn't suck. Hmm. Breaking news. The strawberry's too faint to judge. Mm hmm. Oh, the chalk mint is unpalatable. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> that is a caustic mint flavor. That is mint trying uh, its hard, trying its hardest to hurt me bad, Brian. And to think I thought that would have been the best flavor. Yeah, I kind of felt that too. But no, it was the sharpest knife in the drawer. There you go. Sharpest knife in the mouth. Well, that's... A uh, yuck. I want to put my scores down after that. Yeah. Well, Daniel, should I bring my scores out? Yeah. I think 13 is low enough. <laughs> yeah, do yours pretty now. Low. How's, how's your home brand, uh, We Hate Workers and Communities, uh, Kroger drink? A drink my... Kroger drink? A drink, a home brand drink. A drink of <laughs> the milks that remind me of the class struggle. A drink the milks that remind me of the coronavirus go ahead excellent daniel my kroger home brand sea salt caramel milk is interesting oh yeah mine was pretty interesting too we got a pair of interesting milks is actually kind of good mine wasn't the first thing i noticed about it is it's extremely thick like really, really, really thick, Daniel. So let me read something to you. On the side of this bottle, it says, we've blended whole milk with sweet, buttery caramel and a touch of sea salt to create a mouthwatering indulgence that's best enjoyed straight from the fridge. And now, I I could almost believe, Daniel, that that sentence is literally true, that they've just blended whole milk with caramel. Because, like, mm. that's how thick this is. It feels like they put milk and caramel in a blender and ended up with something that's kind of halfway between the consistency of milk and caramel. That sounds all right. Which is really thick. It's like, it's kind of the thickness of eggnog, which, of course, we've learned you don't know about in Australia, so that's a meaningless reference. Um, mm. I famously never drunk an eggnog, you're right. Well, you drink an eggnog-flavored milk, mm. but yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, so it's it's like a it's like a thick smoothie thickness. Um, it's really thick. Actually, I uh, here did I send you a picture? I'm gonna send you a picture, Daniel, of oh. how much this milk is coating the glass that it's in. It is astounding. 
Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's probably yeah, got... Um, so, that's the f it's, prob it's a little bit sweet and condensed milky. Yeah, it's it's not it's it's not quite um whatever toothpaste tube thickness, but yeah. Hmm. But Daniel. if you got some milk and yeah. then you mixed in some toothpaste, so that's the first thing you notice. It's really thick. Then you take a drink, mm. and you're like, "Hmm, this is kind of good." Um, the flavor at first. To me, it tastes a lot like eggnog for some reason. I don't know why, but I'm getting that sort of a vibe. Maybe it's just, it could just be the texture is confusing my brain. It's not very salty for sea salt caramel. I can't really taste any salt, which is fine, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, and it's a little bit caramely. It's... I was worried it would be really overpowering when I drank the Twix milk that was caramel flavored. It was just like such a strong fake caramel taste that was really, really bad. This is subtle enough that it is drinkable. It actually tastes pretty good. And Daniel, towards the end of each sip, there's a little moment where your mouth feels exactly like you've just eaten actual caramel. You know that little that like nice. caramel aftertaste moment you get when you've eaten caramel? Yeah. Yeah. This milk this milk generates that. Interesting. Which is really impressive, I think, for a milk. So that's 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 all pretty good stuff right there. Um that's, sounds good. Yeah, but it is it is so thick and heavy, and I I feel tired, Daniel. <laughs> Drinking less than one whole glass of this milk is actually making me tired. Right? Is it it's the effort, weight Daniel, in your stomach drink. that's tiring you, or is it the the mouth it's, muscle tiring? It's the mouth muscle. It's the weight in the stomach. It's all of it, Daniel. Yeah, it's all of it. Yeah. Esophagus is getting a workout too. Drinking this milk is a Ugh. yeah. It's a real it's a real workout. Yeah, your peristaltic muscles. Oh mm -hmm. boy, this milk's kind of unusual, isn't it? Says the esophagus. Yeah, but yeah, the the weight in the stomach is really it's really the the big thing, and just like yeah, it if I feel full, I feel heavy feel like I'm on the border of a stomach ache that I'm not going to enjoy. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's what it's like to drink. And uh, mm. I don't really like the bottle very much. I don't really have too much against it. It just it doesn't look like a milk is, bottle to me. Is that and a that marble effect that I'm seeing on the plastic is that well, like a liquid effect? It's like an arabesque walnut effect. It's like an arabesque pattern, kind of. Ah, okay. Yeah, or like a paisley primo kind of pattern. Primo pastures. Oh no, primo pastures. Primo pastures. Primo. Yeah. Private selection. Primo, primo pastures. Sea salt. Yeah. So it's like, I think also what I don't like about it is that it's 
it's meant to look like fancy. Yeah, it's like a it's is that a plastic wrapped shell? Yeah, and it's a plastic wrapped shell and it's supposed to look fancy, but it's like Yeah, they loaded up know. a fancy JPEG on a plastic wrapped shell, shrink wrapped it onto another plastic bottle next to the, the next to the ordinary milks. It's fake fancy. Yeah. They should have done it in a glass bottle, maybe a wood bottle. But it's like a steel bottle, yeah. Copper around the lips, Mm -hmm. real fancy. I think my that's how you do it. My issue, my issue with it trying to be fancy is that it's like it's the type of fancy that appeals to just like I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit cigar boxy, maybe. Basic American white people, you know. Mm. I'm like, mm -mm. that's not what you want your milk to look like do better you know Mm, absolutely anyway that's my milk so my numbers daniel yes milkiness is a 50 yeah i was gonna give it a high-ish milkiness but then i was gonna give it a low-ish milkiness but then you get the middle milkiness yeah well i was like i was like because because it gives me the feeling that it is just milk blended with caramel, like that, that is milkiness. It's, yeah, there's a it's making me think that it's made out of real milk, right? But yeah. then, so I thought, okay, so that's a high milkiness. But then I was like, but it's so thick that it's not like drinking milk. So it's a low milkiness. So I settled on 50. Tastiness is a 74. It's a pretty good taste. Pretty good tasting thing. Not amazing, but pretty good. And nothing, no part of the taste is really like, uh, there's, there's no like regret moments where it's like, oh, that's really bad. So, 74. Creativity, um... I don't know, it's kind of creative, but also not that much. I don't know, 62. Yep. Yep, that sounds good for a salted caramel. It's like jumping on a bandwagon, but at least it jumped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Better than getting run over by the bandwagon. Mm. Value, Daniel, 76. This was under $4 for this liter of milk. And it's so thick that it's definitely going to turn into several separate sessions of milk drinking. Yep. So that's decent value for your money. And it, it tastes pretty good. It's enjoyable. So there you go. There you Gestalt go. is of 52. It is drinkable because it tastes good, but it also is hard to drink because it's so thick but it and lands just on the side of a a positive gestalt just two above the the midpoint there and then the zeitgeist is a 34 it's really not horrible and it's not racist no but you see what it's doing and you're like no try something else yeah mm -hmm, exactly and uh, yeah, my big complaint with it is 
doesn't feel like a milk bottle. I just don't see it and think that's milk. Mm. So, yeah. Daniel, you know what that means? Yeah, Brian. It's time for the milk of the day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit me with the total. I didn't uh, add mine up. Milk of the day. All right, Daniel. Is it 100? Daniel, your milk yep. scored a 2 in the ones place. And my milk scored an eight in the ones place. Wow, you've dun, already dun, won. Dun. Yeah, but in the tens Why place, Daniel, your milk more? scored an eight. What? Oh, and my I milk scored my a four. Hundreds mixed up for a second. Wait, I'm winning. I'm ahead, listeners. It's eighty-two to forty-eight. Wow, what an upset! But Daniel. Oh, no, everyone, bets are still open. In the hundreds. 82 to 40, whatever he said. In the hundreds place. Yeah? That's what it all comes down to. Your milk, Daniel, scored a two. Yeah? My milk scored a three. Uh, Now, this is looking bad for us listeners, but maybe we can turn it around in the thousands. Maybe, Daniel, maybe. Let's let's go to the tape. The thousands place, Daniel. Yeah, what's that digit? Your milk scored a zero. Uh Uh-huh. And my milk scored a... I can win this. Zero. (gasps) It's a draw! Uh, No, I have no energy to celebrate this terrible product I've just enjoyed. Congratulations, Brian. Thank you, thank you, you're thank bad, you. Your bad-looking, good-tasting milk is the clear winner. Congratulations like to boxer. Kroger, Daniel. Congratulations, Kroger. You've done it again. We love you. <laughs> hey. Give, give Kroger their proper due, Daniel. Yeah, they made a good-tasting, bad-looking milk. You can't argue. Can't argue with that. You can't. Ooh, this milk is putting me to sleep, Daniel. Mm. My gosh. I'm like actually just, yeah, I'm losing it. A mm, couple more hours, I'm maybe. Sinking, I'm sinking under the weight of the ballast in my stomach that is this milk. Mm. But, Daniel, luckily for us, we can call that call that an episode and go back to bed and stuff yeah exactly yay lucky us listeners lucky us all right well daniel to you i say good night and to listeners i say good whatever part of the day it is that you are listening to this during Mm, probably a little after midday probably and we love you Milk. <laughs> <laughs> you love them, Brian. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. I thought we loved milk. That was just a, <laughs> that was just like a Pavlovian response. I've heard that happen on two in the think tank so much. I yeah, I didn't even too. think before finishing the <laughs> sentence. Yeah. We great will love milk you uh, later. 
Yeah, we love. All right, Daniel. Milk. Cows. Milk. You. Milk, Brian. Later. Milk, you later too. Four, five, six milks. It's actually seven, I think, but I had to had to sing "Little Brown Ant" by the Wiggles. Little brown ant, little brown ant, working so hard, working so hard, building your nest, building your nest in my backyard, in my backyard. You got two antenna, two antenna, and a little brown head, a little brown head. How many legs you got? How many legs you got? I got one, two, three, four, five, six legs. Da 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 Little brown ant, Brian. Wiggles banger. Milk. 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 Half of them don't call me Mr. Dan, they just call me Dad. Because they, they didn't figure out the difference between Dan and Dad. So there you go. Yeah, and then I get weird looks from all the parents who come to pick up their kids. Bye, Dad! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Stopping recording.